Thank you, Jeremy. You even got the slash give correct, which I messed up last time. So thank you. Appreciate that. Um, friends, my name's Mitch, and I have an honor and privilege this morning to introduce somebody who's going to be giving you the message this morning, Mr. Mike Rogers. He and I have been in ministry since the very beginning. When I came into, when I came into ministry, our first Sunday together was June 3rd. Do you remember this? June 3rd. You know the day? June 3rd, 2000, oh 2018. Um, hey. Mike. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got a little note. There was about, uh, there was 45 people back in that fellowship hall, and Mike and I led worship back there, and we've been, we've pretty much spent every Sunday together ever since. And um, so here on this Sunday, Mike is from behind the, getting out from behind the guitar and delivering a message for you this morning. So why don't you put your hands together for Mr. Mike Rogers. All right, well, thank you. I got, so everybody can hear me okay? Uh, this thing is super weird. Okay, so Jeremy said it too, and you're like, I don't know if today is more about, like, us just respecting as staff. And you're like, man, dude, that's, what you go through is tough. Like, the, my ears tearing me up right now with this. Uh, but anyways, and then there was also, you probably don't know this. I'm going to give you some behind the scenes. So there's tape here, and there's some X's, and they said, don't move beyond these X's. So I got to keep looking down, you know, making sure. But uh, for those online, I uh, appreciate you guys being with us. Um, so... When Adam actually asked me to do this sermon, I'll be honest with you, I was um, 100% like, no, de definitely, definitely not going to do that. Um, and then, you know, I talked to Jeremy, and he's like, bro, dude, I can't do that either. And I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to take one for the team. Like, I, I, I can do this. So I started to get a little more confident. So, um, so to be honest with you, I've actually never really given a sermon. So I, I did want to give you guys the exits. They're all right here. You're welcome <laughs> to get out of here if you need to. This is your chance. I will say that once I start, though, uh, it'll need, like, a screaming kid to get you out. That's kind of like your saving grace. Um, but, no, seriously, I'll probably talk about this for the rest of my life, especially when, you know, Kelly says I don't do anything at home. I'm like, you remember when I gave that sermon <laughs> on, on Christmas Day? Okay. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, so what we're going to talk about today. So what do you think about when you think of Christmas? Because I know what I think about. I think about presents, right? Like, this would be me, right? Like, so excited. Although my parents are here, I never got a wee. All right, so uh, I also think of, you know, like the lights, Christmas lights. So um, this is my Christmas doing. Okay, this took me a long time to string these things up at my house. A couple of them broke. Um, here's the kids. It's a little sideways there. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I started thinking about these kind of things. And it brings just that, that warm, just that Christmas feeling, right? This is kind of the, the, the point of Christmas. In the Disney Plus series, The Santa Clauses, have you guys seen that or not? We started watching this as a family. Um, just to give you a little background, Santa's elves, they start to disappear uh, because the Christmas spirit or the, the spirit of Christmas, it starts to disappear. You know, I don't want to ruin the show for you, but, you know, if you haven't seen it, um, Santa is wanting to retire, and he's actually wrote back in to save Christmas. So Scott Calvin, who's a.k.a. Santa, if you didn't know, uh, he's taken to a place where all the other Santas are, and actually the OG himself, St. Nick, is there, and he tells Scott, he says uh, he started doing, um, being coming to Santa Claus to help kids through a poor and sad time in their life, and he gave what he called small pieces of joy. So how are we keeping that Christmas spirit alive in our own lives. 
You know, how do we continue this feeling all year long? I think what's kind of great about this time of year is that we start to, you know, bring our walls down a little bit. We become a little bit more grateful, um, a little bit more caring towards others. You know, in the Ray Charles song, The Spirit of Christmas, which you might hear later, um, the, the lyrics say, why can't it remain all through the year, each day the same, it's truly amazing. If we want that Christmas spirit to last all year long, we kind of need to know what exactly is the Christmas spirit. For me, I asked a bunch of people, they'd say it was giving, it was um, being with family. Uh, I kind of thought it was more joy, love, hope, and peace. And these are, during Advent, these are virtues that we celebrate um, through the birth of Christ. And these virtues are actually of Jesus. These are special virtues that we want to give it to others. Uh, celebration of gift through the reflection of love and selflessness taught by Jesus through his life. This gift or spirit of Christmas illuminates the picture window of our soul and looks upon life's busy window. We become more interested in people rather than things. So in order to keep this feeling of spirit, we need to seek it through all the year. So let's talk about one of those virtues. Let's talk about hope. So I didn't want to get too emotional. But I will say this. When this Christmas season started, it was hard for me to get in it. I mean, I'm just being honest. I just wasn't in it, you know. Um, my wife says that's pretty normal for me. I'm kind of a Grinch. But the truth is, I really do like Christmas. I like spending time with the family. I like seeing the movies. I like seeing the lights like I talked about earlier. The joy of kids when they open up gifts. I had a friend on Facebook post something that said, um, she was talking about a coworker, and they lit a Christmas tree that was a pre-lit tree. And they put it together, and it was only like one-third lit. And she said, that's exactly how I feel this year. I'm a one-third lit Christmas tree. I'm a fireman, not trying to be that guy that always says it all the time, but these are the stories that I have. So at the fire station, uh, we do what's called uh, drop-off letters for Santa. We make sure that they get there. Um, but I do read them before I send them out to Santa. And, um, you know, they write about basically themselves a little bit, what they want, what they did this year, any siblings. And I'm going to give you some examples of what they look like. So they'll give us these cool little pictures that they draw. Let's see if we can get another. So here's an example. It says, um, this girl wants a desk, LOL dolls, mermaid doll, Polly Pocket, which is coming back. That's cool. Uh, and then we also have ones like these where you, you get to learn, kind of probably like teachers, I start being able to figure out what this is. So I'm pretty sure that he wants a switch and he wants a sea turtle. I don't know if you can see that little corner. I think that's sea turtle. He likes sea turtles. You like sea turtles too? I know, exactly. I, uh, then I came across one letter here that reads like this. Dear Santa, my name is Emerson, and what I want is a penny robot. A robot like my sister. Penny, who would do anything for anyone, she would fit in the back of my pocket, she would go to school with me. I'll say hi to her when I get to my lunchbox, 
and now my backpack. So, um, and this is the letter here. I went to the top of this, and I saw there, the siblings, that Penny was three, and that she had just passed away in October. Um, man, I was, I was frozen. It was probably like 9 o'clock at night. You know, I'm trying to make sure I get these letters out for Santa. And I, I just was, I was, I was stuck in my chair. Um, I was literally stunned. I just couldn't imagine being six years old and not having your baby sister for Christmas this year. And this is Penny right here. I contacted the mom, um, and she told me about Penny. She said that Penny actually was born completely perfect. Um, she lived the best life that she possibly could, um, but she did die of a rare unknown sickness. The doctors were never able to find out the exact reason why she passed, other than she just started to have complications with her lungs and brain. Um, I'm really not trying to go that hard for Christmas Day for you guys. <laughs> um, but I felt like when this came across me, I just couldn't, like, not bring it here, you know. I think the crazy part was um, that she was born perfect. I mean, nobody was expecting this. Um, and then another thing that her mom said that I thought was kind of interesting was that they, once they found out that she was sick, she never really actually prayed for the sickness to go away. They just kind of accepted that that's what it was. Um, I don't think they expected her to die as soon as she did, but um, it kind of made me think that, like, you know, there is hope. And, and our God is a God of hope. You know, no matter how far we've gone from him, we have the hope that we can return to him and find a compassionate and forgiving i read this verse for you. Because the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. This book comes, uh, this verse actually comes from the book of Lamentations, which was likely written uh, during or soon after Jerusalem's fall. It was before the birth of Christ. The purpose of the writing of this book was a result of Judah's continued and never-ending worship of everything but God. For a time, God allowed the people to besiege, plunder, burn, and destroy the city of Jerusalem. Solomon's temple, which had stood for approximately 400 years, was burned to the ground. There was a prophet by the name of Jeremiah, who I'll show here. He was an eyewitness to these events. He wrote the book of Lamentations and sort of poems in what uh, occurred in Jerusalem and Judah. You know, Jeremiah is an interesting author himself uh, because himself was also a sufferer during these times. I threw this picture up here of it because it just feels like this explains what's going on, right? It's just everything is terrible around him. And while he was a follower of God, he's still struggling through it too. Our God is a loving God. Because of his great love and compassion, he sent his son so that we would not perish in our sins but live eternally with him. God's faithfulness and deliverance are all attributes that give us hope and comfort. I know that the holidays can make it hard to be around when life kind of comes at us like this. 
what I wanted to really talk to you today about was that there is hope found in Christ. He is the rock in which that you can lean on. There's hope that he brings that you can return to heaven to see your loved ones again. There's hope in knowing that your sins are forgiven. There is hope in knowing that there are people right now, right next to you maybe, there are people in your life that are here for you. They're present. You have to be willing to stop and see it. You know, this might be for myself, but you have to kind of get lost in what's, not, what's next. Don't get lost in what's next. Don't miss the moment that you're in. I think with the right perspective, it's possible to live through the holidays with hope in hopeless situations. Faith in trying times, and there is joy despite the circumstances. You know, the greatest gift on earth was given to us this day was a joy to the world. Unlike other gifts, I mean, let's not maybe put this one aside to collect dust. I think the truth is, is that if we want to keep the spirit of Christmas all year long, we really just need to slow down. I kind of feel like today we're probably going to, we knocked it out, right? We got up early, we just knocked it out. Boom, 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 we're done. Let's get those trash bags out. Let's get, right? Clean up. When's the new year, you know? But I really think that we should just slow down and enjoy the day. Relish in the moments that we're in. Enjoy the time with loved ones we haven't seen in a while. Uh, playing games with kids. My kids ask me to play a game like constantly and I'm like, I'm too busy. No, I don't want to play that game. My son brings out Monopoly. That's like a three-hour game sometimes. <laughs> you know? And he usually beats me because I just give up. I'm like, I don't care. Let's take stock in what's important in our life. I, I promise we'll become better versions of ourselves. The Christmas spirit is about the virtues of Jesus. It is about the birth of Christ. But the virtues of Jesus were taught through us through his whole life. And his whole life is really what's great for us. The, the example that he said. It's easy to be thankful in the good times when life is pear-shaped, it's hard to recognize those blessings. It's times like these we should look to the ultimate blessing. Let's be Christ-like in our compassion towards others. Let's have more gratitude, less wishing. Look for ways to make a difference in our world. Charles Dickens said, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all through the year. So I know the new year is upon us. And so I do make this challenge that in 2023, let's just try to slow, back, slow down and take this next year to be more grateful for the things that we have. May the God of hope fill you with joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And everybody said, amen. amen. All right, let's pray. Lord God, we did it. <laughs> We're just so thankful that we could be here to celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus. We're thankful that we have family and friends that can be with us today. Maybe some of us don't have that. So maybe we need to rely more on you. God, you gave us a book with your words. Maybe we should open it more. You said we could always come to you if we just bow our heads and start talking. Let's do that more. 
God, let us take this Christmas day as a different way to celebrate you by changing things in our life, by slowing things down. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.